0: Good morning. Thanks for joining us on the breakfast show with Lin Li Fu and me, Ryan Huang. Good Lin, morning. Yes, we've got an interesting business today on our minor business series for intergenerational businesses. That's it's right. a father and daughter pair in the world of bespoke, bespoke tailoring.
1: Tailoring, yes. The business was launched 40 years ago in 1983, with a main focus on men's suits, as it was located at IBM Towers. The main supporters of their business were the employees mm. of IBM. Their support along with referrals from existing clients helped establish the tailoring house and then over the years it has tailored suits for notable personalities as well including ministers ceos celebrities they also expanded to cater to women including work dresses and chong sums
0: so they can add you to the list one day yes. <laughs> now with challenges from fast fashion brands and multiple financial crises some say tailoring is a dying trade or sunset industry so how do they remain competitive today? And how will the second generation run the show?
2: And what will the future hold?
1: Now, oh, Let's hear it from Joseph Co., director of Joe's Tailoring. Welcome to our studio, Joseph. Hi, thank you for having me. Very good morning to you. And yeah. his daughter, Joy Ko, operations manager at Joe's Tailoring. Welcome, Joy.
3: Thanks for having me.
0: Welcome, guys. So I want to get things straight first. You know, not all the people will understand what the intricacies of tailoring is about. So when we talk about bespoke tailoring... What can we expect?
3: Uh, I feel that for bespoke tailoring, it's always about, um, it will always be about providing a more intimate and personal experience as compared to fast fashion. Mm-hmm. There is always this unique relationship between a tailor and, its, and his client. My dad used to always tell us that anyone can be a cutter. Mm. Being a cutter is simply about mathematics. What will set you apart as a good tailor is to be able to understand your client's figuration. So, it is our job to understand the requests of our clients, be mm. able to read each person's body shape, and from there, recreate the best fit that we deem fit for our client.
1: Okay, I want to know how it all started. Joseph, can you share with us the story of how you started Joe's tailoring in 1983? What made you come up with a business and want to do this?
2: Oh, Hi, hi, thank you. Back then, I'm a tailor. Mm-hmm. If I'm not a tailor, I will be a martial instructor. Mm. During the army days... I was a. They call me a TKDI, a Taekwondo instructor. I see. Ah. I see. Yeah. I love arts and I love to dress up. Mm. And I took up a course in men's tailoring before I enlisted myself in the army.
3: It when, was after your Korean match, remember?
2: Yeah. Ah. Oh. So uh, so happened that I was an instructor in the armed forces. Mm-hmm. I was uh, selected, chosen to represent Singapore in the World Taekwondo Tournament,
1: wow. which is
2: held in Korea. And it was so interesting that I met a gentleman, which is 8 degree black belt, mm. wow. in taekwondo and hapki-do. And he was smashing my taekwondo gi. And on top of that, he sewed my belts, my name onto my belt. Mm. And I realised during that time, I realised that, oh... I can be a tailor too. And that's how
1: uh, it all started. yeah.
2: Yeah, Interesting journey from martial arts into
0: the world of tailoring. So you've run the business for a good 40 years already since 1983. So as a family-owned business, Joseph, what are some of the key principles and values you've fostered over the years that you hope to pass on to your three
2: children? Of course, Joy is here with us as well. I always tell my children and even my staff the three T's that I will always stress to my Staff and my children is first, we must have trust, teachable, and teamwork. And this has been uh, all this while I've been telling them until today.
0: Hmm. Three T's. Okay, one of the children, of course, you mentioned is joy. So, joy. Why do you think there's such a huge fascination with the trade? I imagine you all grew up with cloth around you, running around the shop, helping out in some fashion when you're growing up.
3: Yes, yes. Oh, I think for us, it's a very natural progression. So, our dad is a very family-oriented man. Since young, he would always bring us around the whole tailoring scene. Mm. He would bring us on his business trips to see the suppliers, visit fabric mills where we see how the fabrics are produced. Um, We are educated on the whole process from start to end of, of our tailored government without actually really knowing it. So we always thought mm. that we were on a holiday.
1: That must have been fun,
3: right? Like yeah. Feeling all the
1: we never really of the different textures of the fabric and all that. Job. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, being involved in the day-to-day operations Joy. how do you and your siblings collaborate effectively?
3: Oh, I think my dad would agree with me that all three of us are very different individuals. But the beauty of that is that the three of us have also a very different skill set that actually complement each other. My sister Joanne is very much like my dad. Mm. She studied the art of men's bespoke tailoring in London. And not only that, but my dad made her work after that. So she had to <laughs> practice, not, not just learn the theory. Yeah. So she learned, she worked along several rows. This mm-hmm. was a very traditional men's tailoring stretch. So she knows everything about the construction of the suit. In the day-to-day, she handles more of the technical aspect of the business and works alongside the tailor. As mm-hmm. for my brother Justin, he's very resourceful and innovative. He's always on the lookout for new ideas and he's not afraid to implement modernity with the traditional tailoring methods. Mm. Uh, for me, I don't know how to be a judge for myself, but I would like to think of myself as the glue that binds everything ah. together. Yeah, out of the three of us, I'm the only one in the factory and I oversee the production line. Oh, I see. Yeah,
0: Joy, so you're coming in at a very interesting time for the industry because back then when your dad started the business in 1983, we didn't have likes of you know, Uniqlo, HMV, not... Now we've got so many fast fashion brands. What's your observations on how the industry is evolving and how do you plan to stand out from the competition as well?
3: Uh, I feel bespoke tailoring is actually very different from fast fashion. So my dad has always told us that the tailoring experience is not just a transactional relationship. We have to understand our clients better. We have to understand our clients even better than they know themselves to be able to tailor the perfect fit for them. So, over time, we are privileged to be able to dress like multiple generations of families through our tailor shop. And I believe this forging of this personal relationship with your client is something that online shopping, fast fashion, will never be able to replicate.
1: If you've just joined us, we've got uh, father and daughter duo from Joe's Tailoring, Joyco, Operations Manager, and Joseph Co. Director. Joseph, over the years, you know, you must have tailored many suits for several famous personalities. Could you tell us about some of the the more memorable experiences you had and the most rewarding aspect in creating suits for all these famous people?
2: Okay. I've uh, done for some uh, high-profile people, but sometimes, I mean, it's not very nice for me to mention their names. Okay. Yeah, But for those that that are known already, uh, like singer, Mm. writer composer uh, Peter Cetera oh, yeah. and some uh, Chicago uh, uh, Chicago yes and then some Natalie uh, uh, Cole oh Nat King Cole's daughter <gasps> Natalie Cole no way yeah. wow <laughs> yes and also uh, also our very homegrown uh, actress recently Rebecca Lim the husband Matthew Webster mm. and the, yeah, the rest of his family yeah
1: what was it like you know designing <laughs> something for them or I don't know your interactions with them perhaps
2: To me, my most uh, rewarding career for me is if I'm able to uh, dress up all different walks of life, Uh, personality. I tailored for justice of peace, Mm -hmm. Uh, even from a driver to a matching
1: director.
3: Yeah, my dad is actually the same. Like, depending, he yeah. does not really look at who he's tailoring for, but okay. more so like he just okay. wants the suit to look great. It's no
1: different from you know yeah. like, tailoring for like you or hmm. or, or me, yeah. you know, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Joe, I'm curious about you no. Know, you talk about tailoring for people out there. How have the people changed? You know, the clientele they're seeing. What are they like? And also, how are you catering to this more diverse, I imagine, and more modern clientele? What are some of the ideas you're bringing forth into the business? What are you seeing right now?
3: Ah, okay, because I feel that um, having grown up in a traditional tailoring industry, right, um, it is very important for us to explore with new cuts, ideas, mm. as well as different fabrics. So, like the younger generation, they are more educated on what they want. They have a very strong, like, when they come in, they know what they want. So, yeah, so with that, are more right.
2: more I
0: think. Yeah. Um, from music videos, K pop, that sort of thing. <laughs>
3: Uh, something like that And even the construction of a suit mm. So if, if doing up a suit, right We have to improvise We Without stay straying away too far from the traditional techniques So like with modern technology There's a huge range of fabrics available With this, we are able to create You name it uh, yeah. Lightweight, stretchy More wrinkle-resistant garments Depending on our client's needs Yeah So, one really interesting thing that my brother did, which my parents are very proud of, he kind of invented a reversible overcoat. And depending on the client's needs, right, we're able to tailor the perfect overcoat for them. So, just for instance, say a client from London, Mm. as it is very rainy and cold over there, we're able to use two different types of fabric to construct an overcoat. Say, cashmere on one end to keep the client warm. storm system. And, yeah. yeah, something waterproof on the other end to keep the client, like, Mm-hmm. Not wet yeah uh, I
0: think I need something <laughs> yeah. like that for the studio. It's always so cold
1: <laughs> okay, joy, um, you know in today's digital age where online shopping is so prevalent, how do you you know manage with the challenges of you know continuing to offer this bespoke experience tailored experience amidst all these convenience of online retail
3: uh we are actually very different from online retail stores. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we in bespoke tailoring, right, we always form this relationship with our client. I don't think it's actually possible to do up a suit for a client without seeing the client, mm-hmm. talking to the client, understanding his needs. And even though like what a client wants, we have to always respect their decision. But at the same time, we must be able to incorporate their ideas into mm. With, with our knowledge, in order mm. to make them like look their very best, you know. I understand that perfectly.
1: Yeah. You know, it just makes all the difference when you go there and get yourself, you know, measured and all that for that perfect piece of, you know, dress or cheongsam. You know, it's, it just makes all the difference mm. when it's tailored.
0: And Joseph, uh, of course, uh, your family is quite involved in the business, your children actively involved. What's your vision of the future of Joe's tailoring? Where is it going from here? You know, the legacy that you're hoping to leave behind for the next
2: generation? I hope that uh, in the world of bespoke tailoring, mm-hmm. uh, Joe's tailoring will be the first thing that comes to their mind when it comes to bespoke tailoring. Yeah, yeah? And I uh, hope that children will bring this to a new level. Yeah. Alright, so Joy, the pressure is on you. <laughs> yeah.
0: It uh, looks like you are doing quite well so far.
1: Thank you. All right, we've been speaking with Joseph Ko, director of Joe's Tailoring and Joy Ko, operations manager at Joe's Tailoring. Thank you for coming into the studio and sharing your story with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for
3: having us.
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O audio at the App Store and Google Play.